addition, um, those, those folks can leave, and then we're going to have, we're, we're bringing in some of my MFA friends today, and we're going to do sort of a, sort of a tribute album without the songs, and uh, it's going to be a tribute to Ray Hudson, patron saint of Gold Soccer Show. Okay, okay. And they're going to, uh, they've been uh, researching, they've been reading, they've been uh, uh, breaking down rhetorically some of Hudson's best, best, his best hits, his top jams. You guys know that phrase, top jams? Yeah. They've been looking at some of his top jams, and uh, they're going to offer their, uh, their two cents. I think that also they have some other um, tomfoolery planned. Can you, do you feel okay with that? I'm okay with tomfoolery. With tomfoolery, Eddie? He's a nice fella. Yeah, I, I just hold on, and Nat's going to be back too. Nat is making a return front. Oh, yeah, that's great. That's a big moment. Well, then you can say goodbye to him on your way out. Yeah. Shake hands. Yeah. That's, yeah. So that's, that's what's on the show today. I, I don't know what to call that. Uh, tribute to Ray Hudson. And maybe we'll send this to Ray Hudson and, uh, so he can, so he can uh, listen, hopefully listen to it. That would be a good idea. But, um, I think you should send... Dear, dear people of Gold TV, please send, <laughs> please give this to your Ray with our love. Yeah, your Ray with our love. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, that would be great. Your buddy lad, Ray. Do you think they would really do that? Do you think they'd let him listen to this? I don't see why not. Why, why not, right? Nothing mentioned, nothing gained. That's, hey, that's, I actually have that tattooed on my, my backside. I don't know what, what the relevance is in that context, but believe me, it gets, it gets good, it gets big laughs. All right, what else do we have here? Uh, in addition, we have uh, the Jelly of the Last Show. Oh, yeah. Okay. What do you guys think about that? Good show. Good show. show. Yeah. yeah. What happened in that show? I forgot. It was, uh, it's very entertaining. We've all, we've all slept since last Monday. Yeah, that's right. That's probably smart. Uh, what, what happened? What, do you guys say anything funny? Did I say anything funny? Don't tell We just, I don't, don't recollect anything. Majorly funny. I mean, you, you, you talked about the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, for a while. For a while. For a while. You guys seem. Uh, yeah. Really. And um, we had a good chat about the English uh, Premiership and the Bundesliga. And Did you play last week, Eddie, or was that? Did I crap? No. 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 Before. That was a week, a week before when uh, we got onto the subject of uh, the 1990 World Cup semi final. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You've been crying. You've been weeping a lot on the show. And I, I say, uh, I'm a, I'm a new man. Well, we, we talked about the biggest, the biggest moment. moments. Big best moments. Yes. Oh, oh right. Because that was the question, question your mum. Oh, oh, she posed for us. Yeah. yeah. Is, she, is, she, is she not calling in today? I'm not calling in today. No. No. Was, we had a little too much mom last week, so we uh, we did a little. More. We're gonna save her for the big finale. She's got one match band. Exactly. Show her the red card. Uh, after she said that Frank Seegers is the most beautiful man in the world, that I don't need to see that. I don't need to hear that. No. You know? Yeah. That was, was it confusing for you, Frank? Cause it yeah, I was. I was. I did blushed. I blushed. Yeah, you blushed. You blushed. It filled the whole room with red. Yeah. And then your your friends here on the, the table, the beautiful masterpiece, they, when I got back home, they had some words. They were upset because they think of you as being the, belonging to them. They were upset with my mom. A little awkward. Uh, again, in terms of emails, we do have Arthur's running it to momentarily. Arthur's going to serve as the introduction to our uh, different leagues roundup. Mm-hmm. That sounds all right. Fine by me. Uh, do you guys have any shout-outs that you'd like to bring? Good morning, like that. Well, first uh, time, uh, uh, at least for the semester, uh, to my wife, uh, Van and my brother, 
that's the way to do it. I would, I would like to send a shout out both to Callie and also to my future employers. I don't know where you are or who you are, but this is for you. And please give. It's it's an oral resume. This is an oral. No, orals. Yeah, AU. AU. Oh, that reminds me um, is that recently uh, Gold of Starver Show was uh, uh, mentioned, featured in the. Well, this is what I did. You remember Tina Antolini, who has been on the show before? Neither of you may remember her. Mm-hmm. She is the voice of NPR for the Valley. All right. And recently she conducted uh, an interview with yours truly. That means me. Mm-hmm. Uh, in which, uh, so there's going to be a piece about, well, both the book that I wrote, but also this very show next one. Mm-hmm. I think maybe this Friday on, on, uh, on mm-hmm. the yeah. NPR. That's fine. Well, Do you know what time? I don't. I have no, I have no idea. So that's not very helpful. Okay. So we have to listen to all, all day during the, the relation parties. No, but I'll tell you what I'll do is I'll uh, I'll, I'll play it during the next week's show. Okay. Part of the going away. Right. Oh yeah. And, uh, we'll you won't you won't be here, Frank. No. No. I will. Yeah, you will. Yeah. yeah. You'll be here. What was it we were saying about reliable people who turn up? When you know this, thank you very much. Yeah, he's more reliable. Eddie's much more reliable than me. More yeah. yeah, more Tugan. He does have Tugan. Yeah, that's yeah. a British virtue. I think the Brits would use virtue. Pride. And that's probably like that word, too. Mm-hmm. All right. What time of the show is it? That's probably... You guys hear that? No. Okay. Like, I mean, no, you can't do it. 
I can't be the bridesmaid all the, t- all the time. You have to be the bride. Yeah, yeah, so we, we uh, now call it Meister der Schmerzen, which is Master of Pain. That seems very long German to me, does that? Right, right. Yes, uh, they, they were in jackboots and long leather coats, were But about uh, being a bridesmaid, I've actually been the bridesmaid a number of times. And uh, I can still do that. I'm still available for that. I do any, any wedding on bond express. I, I, mean, I just like, I just, I think I look good in that sort of clothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm wearing a bridesmaid's dress right now, and you guys haven't said anything. Yeah, we haven't commented on that. But I think, you know, I don't mind being a bridesmaid. I, I, I like, do you have a comment on your tie, though? Like this, uh, <laughs> I'm going to tie the studio. Yeah. Uh, Carson always wears a tie, right? He does. He's yeah. very uh, immaculately dressed young man. Yeah. Well, we, we don't tell where he was at the time. Going out in spectacular fashion. Sure. Then you have to get going to him. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. so, so what do you have to say to us? What else? So, um, Stuttgart, uh, remarkable, but maybe from the past thing. Last time, um, they were a German champion of 92. And um, then the coach was... Um, down, Christoph Down, who's mm-hmm. um, a fascinating, great, um, great coach, he coached in, in Turkey, because he was involved into a cocaine scandal in Germany, so he had to stay outside the country for a couple of times, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, oh, he came back from last season, and he's now coaching uh, Cologne. Mm-hmm. He coached beautiful, beautiful city, Le- Le- Leverkusen before he had to go, mm-hmm. and well, he's, he's one of the greatest coaches we have. Yeah. So um, he coached Stuttgart last time, then won a title, and also Klinsmann, who was a German coach, he, he came from uh, Stuttgart. Well, I, 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 had, mm. I had a lot of fun watching uh, Stuttgart when they played this year. In particular, two players. Uh, the one is Mario Gomez. Mm-hmm. Who is who is a German, despite the uh, Spaniards Spanish name. And in addition, um, I've enjoyed watching Felix Magnin, mm-hmm. a Swiss Swiss mm-hmm. left back. Very fun to watch. He's a big guy, maybe balding a little bit. He, he appears as though he should be slow as uh, a tur- slow as a turtle. That's not a very good simile, but it's the truth. Uh, but but. Um, you know, he's a, he's a terrific on the ball. Have you gotten to see him play much, Trump? No, but I will see. Yeah. Right, yeah, you will. Yeah. Yeah, you will. All right, is that enough for everybody, Trump? Yeah. All right, yeah, hey, what are you going to say? Um, Carson? Yes. Uh, maybe we, we'll do a bit we would have an interview, but uh, the last time life at least was a semester. Mm-hmm. And bye, Eddie. Bye-bye. That's right. Yeah. When Frank gets back, Eddie will be in charge. He's tall and smiles. But you're going to get an I say goodbye to my uh, to our all to f- other friends. Everybody out there in Radio London knows you. That are with us all the time. That's true. The beautiful master yeah. is uh, going to go so, to um, you. Yeah. Yeah. Put your phone number on that bit of paper. Man. All right, okay. we, can, we can probably take a break. If we can cut. No, we're not going to take a break. We're going to go to we're going to go directly to England. Good stuff. Okay, but let me let me uh, preface this by including Arthur's email here. Okay. Please do. Uh, he says, hi, I heard the news about Carson leaving. I have mixed feelings about this. I can only explain the feelings the way I felt when Patrick Vieira left Arsenal. All right. All right, fine. They, they can't shake. All right. Adios. 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 Uh, 
and arguably our best player, but we were left in good hands as Terry Henry soon took the armband. In the same way, uh, you're going to be missed, he's talking to, to, to me, uh, when you leave, but at least you're, you're leaving the show in the hands of Danny Kennedy, which he seems to apply as a good thing. It's a good life. It's a bad thing. Maybe dilute it a little bit, too. Did you mention that you were going to be releasing a new podcast? Well, I did. I did. I love to mention. It will be the Shuttlecock Sporting Hour, and it should be available come August or September. The Shuttlecock Sporting Hour. And Eddie, Eddie will fill everyone in on the details because he's trustworthy and reliable. Correct. Uh, right. So, out of respect, I'll make sure I subscribe to it. Out of respect. I mean, because he's loyalty. Loyalty. Because he wants to entertain himself. That's why. Uh, let's, see, let's see. Since you're leaving, yeah, yeah, his email will be read every day. That's the truth. You coming around? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. Oh, that's a microphone. Right. Uh, let's see. Addition. Uh, we'll be leaving. Okay. So this is this is this, this is what he says about about England here. Um, FA Cup final. He saw. Yeah. Dragons passed the Lampard. Who then passed it quickly back to drop, but to allow drop at a score was the only time there was something to get excited about when it comes to Chelsea. I thought when Giggs flew into check, uh, Giggs should have been awarded a penalty. Look at the Chelsea player tackling Giggs from behind. Absolutely right. Couldn't agree more. You know, he tried very hard, but um, we were. I think we were running one empty. Yeah. To be perfectly honest, we, were, we looked tired. We tried, we tried our best. Wayne Rooney, God bless him virtually tried to win it by himself. There were certain players who you would have expected to have uh, rose to the occasion on, on such a showpiece event as, a, as the FA Cup final. Um, didn't. And I can only say that um, our defence played well and uh, Paul Scholes had an excellent game, but sadly it wasn't to be. But uh, at the end of the day we have to say that uh, being league champions, FA Cup finalists and semi-finalists in the European Cup with a, what is in essence a new team is something to be commended upon. Yeah, it's certainly to be commended. Now, did you, you, did you cry at that event? I was very, very upset. Yeah. I was upset, frustrated, that we were very nearly but not quite. And that is sometimes... Uh, sometimes it's... Uh, it's a symbol of what Manchester United are about. It reminded me very much of the 1980s when we were very nearly, but not quite. But that's all I want to say on the club. Eddie, sometimes you remind me of the 1980s. And for what reason I can't say it. Not with a circle at all. All right, lastly, we'll do a brief Spanish round up. Um, I've got some gossip. Actually. Oh, you do? Yeah. Did Cristiano Ronaldo say something about me? No, no, actually. Uh, Chelsea player who wasn't playing on uh, Saturday, one comrade Shevchenko, um, has been quoted, I've read this morning on the internet, and uh, in an interview with sportsillustrated.com, saying that um, he would love to come and play football in the USA. Do you think... Uh, that he would be a good football player? Yes. He is an exceptional football player. Who is he going to play for? Well, that's a $64,000 question. Probably more than that, if you're going to. Well, yeah, probably if you're going to be his daily wages, probably. But um, he said that uh, he knows how much the sport is growing over here and that he would be interested in uh, having a part in its evolution. Oh, well, that's fantastic. 
And that's on spoilsillustrated.com. Sort of like community service, except a really expensive version of it. Uh, it's, yeah, more, yeah, if you like, or missionary work. I don't know. But um, he wants to uh, play in the USA before his career is over. All right. Well, good for him. Thank you, Andre Shevchenko. Yeah, you're doing great work. Uh, thirdly, uh, let's get to Spain very briefly. Okay. Uh, Arthur writes in Real Madrid versus Recreativo. It was on Gold TV, so that, means, so that means I got to listen to Ray Hudson. He starts off. How prescient, how prescient of our young Arthur, as today's show, the bulk of it, will be dedicated to Ray Hudson. I think he's a Real Madrid fan because he spent most of the game talking about how great Real Madrid are. Still, he, he makes the games more entertaining. Oh, this is an understatement to the nth uh, degree. Still, he makes the games more entertaining. Maybe Chelsea should let the hire him as a color commentator. I looked him up on Wikipedia and has a lot of quotes. Well, we have some quotes for you, Arthur, from him. I left my house to run an errand after Real was winning 2-0, but then I came back to see the game was tied. Oh, but then Roberto Carlos scored the winner for Real. Maybe Arthur says he's a Sevilla fan. Well, uh, you may be a Sevilla fan, you may be a Real Madrid fan, but we at uh, the Gold Soccer Show are none. We're, all we are are Ray Hudson fans. Ray Hudson fans, and we have a slew of Ray Hudson fans in uh, differing states of repair, uh, but all beautiful in their own way. Waiting in the lobby. We're going to take a brief break, and we'll be back uh, to the tunes of uh, I'm So Excited by Batiba. Thank you for listening to Gold Soccer Show. Let me see if I can learn how to work the radio here. One sec. intellectual thought and expression with specific focus on hip-hop music and culture. Instead of its common association with guns and violence, we use Trigger to describe the triggering of ideas, new ways of thought, different ways of being, and courageous ways of seeing ourselves in our role in society and in the world. Trigger Radio is a forum to celebrate our rebellious spirits, our dedication to struggle, and our commitment to bridging gaps within and between our communities and to open and continue dialogue across generations. Trigger, grassroots intellectual dialogue that inspires thought into action and ideas into motion.
professional show floor and translate her. Mm-hmm. And you're, so you're a Renaissance woman. Mm-hmm. And you're actually wearing a full Renaissance outfit today. Yes. And you look good, I have to say. Thanks. That uh, Wayne Scott looks great on you. That's my bad We can't hear you if you don't talk in the microphone. So what do you guys do? You, um, I believe Heather and Chris and maybe some others of you have been preparing a sort of rhetorical breakdown of Ray Hudson. I don't know exactly how you want to go about it, but I'm essentially going to hand the floor over. I'm, I will obviously be commenting because I like to talk. But um, what, what, what's that? Maybe you could start off just with uh, reasons we trust Ray Hudson. Reasons we trust Ray Hudson. This is not planned out, but I was thinking about it because of the whole kind of 15 minutes to get him started thing. Mm-hmm. That makes me trust him because he's not immediately going. You know, he doesn't start the game with you know his enthusiasm on high. You know, uh, he's not. There are plenty of basketball uh, commentators that I can name who you know I don't want to make any enemies here, but sometimes you just don't trust them because they just come out guns ablazing no matter who's playing. But Ray Hudson, he takes a little bit to get into it to get the feel of the game, and it really takes. Uh, something to happen on the field to get him excited and get him going, and then he will proceed to talk about it for a very long time, which is also nice because, uh, you know, let's say you're watching a great baseball game, and uh, someone has an amazing grand slam, maybe for the rest of the inning, the announcers will talk about it, but then it's kind of like they forget, you know, they have short-term memory or something. The Ray Hudson will not fail to keep on talking about the one great thing that's happened yeah. over and over. And it, 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 that makes me trust him. A true authenticity. Yes. And it's also not just that it takes him a while to get warmed up, but then once he's warmed up, he goes into simile mode. Um, And there's some sense that there are reasons for the similes for the first, maybe for the first half, but then there gets to be this moment with Ray where he... Oh, Ray, we're calling him. I'd like to call him Ray. Yeah, let's just do it. (laughs) Well, didn't he say you were going to send this to to them? Yeah, 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 if you guys have any uh, guten talks. They're Ray, our Ray. So, so yeah, but then he, his similes get sort of so heated up eventually that they um, that they sort of lose their uh, adhesiveness to the real world. There's no any connective tissue yeah. to to what what we might call lower our lowercase our reality. Right. But perhaps he's a little bit more in tune with uh, uppercase capital R reality. <laughs> Stop shouting that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I think that's absolutely right. Now, is it, was there any more reasons to trust him, or is this... Uh, well, I also trust him because, you know, as you know, he used to be a player, and then he was a coach in, uh, in America. But he usually, you know, some people kind of rest on those laurels. Uh, oftentimes, there'll be two professional play, play-by-play guys, or maybe one and one color man who used to play, who is usually not as good. But uh, with, with Ray Hudson, it's the other way around. You know, whoever he's talking with is usually, I believe, uh, not a professional player to begin with, but he just completely outshines him. And also, he doesn't uh, fall back upon talking about his study. He doesn't have that sort of ego that, you know, stretches the past that far. He's, he's all about the future in the moment. That's what I'm he likes to send things to the future, I think. You know, send things to the Martians, send things... Yeah, he says this game has to be, this game is beyond... 
it's beyond this world. Yeah. We have to send this to the Martians to let them know what the game of soccer looks like. I believe you said something like that. Yes. Yeah. To, to tell them what humanity is capable of. Also, I was, I was reading a bit about Ray Hudson this morning, and uh, evidently he took over DC United in, I believe, 2000, 2001. And uh, they had a horrible season and finished in last place, I believe. Uh, or perhaps they got kicked out of the playoffs earlier. I forget which one it was. But he was relentlessly honest. He came out uh, after whatever the last game was and said, uh, give me a blindfold and a cigarette. What, is that some sort of uh, sexual, sexual thing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want to play. Um, all right, yeah. So, so reasons we trust Rayat, and now in terms of a critique, oh, Anna, were you? Well, I mean, I think another reason to trust him perhaps goes along with the sort of rhetorical breakdown of what he's up to, which is he's a really big fan of, of the little guy, mm. you know, and then a sort of not-so-big fan of the big guy. And you see that in his uh, in his similes that he, that he uses, or just his sort of affectionate um, referrals to team members like Little Messi, you know, it's do you want to start there with some of the, uh, the, the diminutive? He's interested in the diminutive. Yeah, yeah, there's Little Messi, Little Deco. Um, little pale face. <laughs> For yeah. all Jason and Yeah, and then he um, he very happily yesterday was talking about how they were watching the players play was like watching uh, little kids in a sandbox. Yeah. And he seemed sort of tickled. By, by the smallness of things. He likes small things. Yeah. And I believe that you were contrasting that with, with the way he describes big things. Yeah. Which yeah. is what? Um, Do you have any examples? Uh, well, actually, no, he does occasionally praise big things. Like, he was praising um, Eto as being like a big black cat. He did call him a big black cat. Yeah. 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 But then um, also... Well, for a cat, he would be big. That's, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. The litter box would be enormous. Smelly. Yeah. Um, no, that's what the Atletico Madrid skull kind of looked like after the end of uh, yesterday's game. Like a litter box? Yeah, like a litter box. But like also, he, he disparagingly referred to, I forget which player it was yesterday, but as being like a big vulture. Yeah, like a big vulture. Yeah. Who likes a big vulture? I, I think that that wasn't, I think that was both a compliment and a diss, actually. Because it was yeah. talking about someone who was kind of waiting to poach a goal, you know, which can be a good thing. But, uh, you know, he, he, I think that Ray Hudson, when it comes down to it, is friends to all animals and all men. <laughs> all yeah. things big and small. Say that again? All things big and small. Thank you. Should we move on to our uh, game that we have for Carson? Oh, do you, 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 you know more? Was there any more praise for Ray Hudson, or is the game part of the praise? Uh, it's part yeah, it's part of the praise. Oh, okay, well then, well, let's bring it. All right. We've noticed that one of the uh, ways that Ray Hudson likes to speak is to say, that's insert phrase or noun football. Yeah, so that's quantum physics football. Or um, then there's another one that was, uh, that's fingers down your throat goalkeeping. Right, and I found another one too, which is in regard to England, the mm-hmm. England team. Ray Hudson said that they play caveman football. Caveman. Yeah. And that they shouldn't deserve to be as ranked as highly as they are. Yeah. So what we thought we would do is give you a list of words. Um, yeah. Should I write them down as you go? Well, and we'll just do it one at a time. But what we want you to do is describe what would be happening on the field. Oh, okay. And Ed, can Eddie play too? Is that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Can any of us play? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, you know, it could, it could be things that actually have to do with the, the game itself. It, it might be 
maybe you're going to go into that all caps reality. Oh, I'll try my best. Right. Um, so that's three way light bulb football. Ooh, three way light bulb football. Eddie, do you have any? Oh, it's that bright attacking football. Bright attacking football? That will be my best. Three way light, three way light bulb football. Yeah. It's a. Uh, Yeah, actually, um, well, I, I 
two more, but I could just do one if you'd like. No, no, no. Pretty good. Okay. Well, it's, it's funny Chris said mountain because the next one is, um, that's uh, Big Rock Candy Mountain Football. Oh, that to me, it's a Western, expansive Western, free, free liberating football. Pioneering football. You know? Yeah, I would, yeah, I would agree with that one. But in, in you uh, stick your flag, you'd stick your flag, then uh, they, they stamp their authority on the game and, and, and it spread. Big Rock Candy Mountain throughout the rest of the night. That's right. And you actually would have to play at that point with a cowboy hat on, too. <laughs> and that, that's hard. It'd be harder to head the ball. But uh, it would flatten the hat. Yeah, it would flatten. Well, you probably just wouldn't try it. Well, that, that could be good. That could be hat flattening football. Hat flattening. And you could just maybe ride the other team as though they were a steer or a horse. <laughs> yeah, I've tried that before in a game, and I think it works fine. Well, it's good. You know, to remember to maybe ride one of your teammates. Because that's really intimidating. Time was the game kicked off about three in the morning. Well, yeah, I mean, it wasn't exactly prime time viewing, was it? No, it was a, uh, it was, it was a Jack and Coke football, and uh, Jack and Coke. I mean, that's a, so you're ready for the last one? Yeah, I am. Um, this one's sort of topical. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Card football. Ooh, Andrew Card football. Andrew Card is uh, speaking this Friday, or not speaking, but he's receiving an honorary degree yes. from BMS. Um, Andrew Card football. Well, this in this case, the uh, the players would allow would be allowed to be armed, and uh, they would they would just uh, if there was ever a throw in per se, they would just um, or maybe when no one was looking at one of the other team's players, you would shoot them. <laughs> you just shoot them. Be a very be a vicious, yeah, vicious, ugly, underhanded. Yeah. I was sort of thinking, you know, like if a player were injured, yeah. then Andrew Card football would mean that the, the other team goes over and tries to get them to like sign a contract or something. <laughs> to say what? With Alberto Gonzalez, yeah. manager. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's dark. It's dark. It's a dark image. I'm sorry to end that way. Yeah, maybe, maybe I should do one more. Now, do you want to just make one up? I'm sure. I'm sure you could come up. Sizzla, Hamatan football. Sizzla. Sizzla. What does Sizzla mean? Can you help us? I'm just playing out the posters, Carson. Automaton football would be like. Uh, well, automaton. There are some clubs, especially uh, I just think of like national sides that play automaton football. There are two structures. Uh, it's football that's too structured, you know, and uh, they like Chelsea. Yeah, that's right. And maybe they play uh, too rigorously, too tactically, without letting the players uh, maybe uh, explore the explore their inner genius. I would agree with that. But this is a game. It seems to me that you could do. You could play anytime, anywhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure if uh, some listeners want to email in some ideas to you, you know, yeah. Right. So first, a first step get listeners.
but it's it's up on uh, on the Wikipedia. As he didn't crow. Yeah, yeah, as though he actually really meant, you know. Maybe he came up with the phrase. It's possible. Maybe maybe he's maybe his his genius did. Yeah, but then there was another incident yesterday when you were talking about uh, you were really excited because he said that's shoot, that's uh, snakes and ladders football. Oh, and yeah, I knew. I knew. Oh, you knew. I knew. But okay. it was it was the it was the un, unlearned who were also in the room. About Freddie Kennedy knows snakes and ladders football. Is it's football that's one minute you're playing it's one minute it's really attacking it's uh, exciting football and something will happen and then you're back down to square one again. Yeah. Mm. The American equivalent would be shoots and ladders. Shoots and ladders. Okay. Shoots and ladders football. But uh, but yeah, I would say too because it's not because sometimes I've read aloud to a friend or to uh, some of the things that he said, and, and there's a good quote, as, uh, as Arthur puts out, there's, there's a whole list of quotes on Wikipedia under, under, his, under his entry, but it's not, it's, not just, it's not just the words, it turns out, because I, when I try and say them, I'm like, you know, I'm not doing it justice, I have to sort of tell the person, but it's the enthusiasm with which he delivers it. Full commitment. Warm-blooded commitment. Um, and you also feel as though you're witnessing the act of um, the act of composition. You know, it's it's happening right before your eyes. And that's that's the real magical part too. Yeah, and that's why we love him when he does stumble in his composition. As he did with the tetradactyle. Yeah, it was it was but it was a it was a weakness that only serves to illustrate how strong he is. You know, it's it was it was his Achilles heel. But it, it just makes you realize how brave and strong and muscular and beautiful and Greek. Greek Achilles was. <laughs> um, right, it only serves to illustrate how, how amazing he is the rest of the time. Because he did call it a tre- tetradactyl, and we can tell him directly right now, Mr. Ray Hudson, it's actually it's a, it's a pterodactyl. But it's well, we don't mind. No, we don't mind. We still love you. And it's possible that he's just so great he invented a new animal. Yeah. Yeah, it, uh, it's only we just have to find the fossils for it, <laughs> and we're working on it. Yeah, we are. We're amateur. What is it called? Archaeologists. Archaeopteryx. <laughs> what is it? It's archaeopteryx. Archaeopteryx. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all right. So can we can we end this dedication? Do we have any final last words? No, that's it. Would you say that um, Ray Hudson's commentary was as lethal as a Sherman tank? Is it legal? Legal. Oh. I think it's about as legal as it should be. Fair enough. I think, I think that's a very good description. Okay. All right, fair enough. But, um, now, moving on uh, to some of this, uh, to playing these little games. Chris, did you have some sort of a project for us? Yeah, and uh, basically what this is, is uh, I've, I've been doing a little uh, screenwriting work on the side, and I thought that Goal the Soccer Show could really use a feature-length film. And uh, probably... Uh, what I have here actually doesn't get to the Eddie Kennedy moment, so I think that that would, that would be the sequel will involve Eddie, Eddie Kennedy. <clears throat> but this is this is kind of going to be uh, the general world's introduction to Goal the Soccer Show, and I'm just going to go. I, I have about two thirds of the movie plotted down here, and then ran out of room on this uh, envelope that I was writing on. <laughs> so I thought, a, you know, you guys can help me figure out uh, what will happen in the climax of the movie. And B, you know, I have some actors in mind to play characters, but they might need a little work. So I was thinking, after I go through this, you guys could help me with some ideas for actors. Yeah, yeah, bring it, bring it. 
So this is kind of based, uh, you know, like a lot of things, it's half truth and half complete lie. Uh, so Jason Schwartzman plays Carson, a uh, mid-twenty-something video store employee who's obsessed with baseball, right? So he, he's living in a small town with his, his girlfriend, Kelly Coles, and uh, he's obsessed with baseball working in a video store. Uh, this obsession with baseball has strained his relationship. Uh, and Kelly, I believe, could be played by half uh, Amelie and half Parker Posey. You just meld them together. And so it's sort of the, uh, the, uh, the, whim, the whimsical nature of Amelie, but the sort of the sass of Parker Posey. Yeah, exactly. So I think he got this in the latter movie. Yeah, well, you know, we'll see. There's, there's a lot of room for interpretation here. Um, so this character, Kelly, feels that A, Carson doesn't pay enough attention to her. And uh, B, he is wasting his life. <laughs> so these are the two problems uh, that, that Kelly has with the Carson character. Uh, they go to a Red Sox game, and Carson actually proposes to Kelly, which uh, is going to take a little bit of liberty. Yeah, it is a little bit of liberty. Somehow, I haven't quite figured out the mechanics of this, but somehow, accidentally, he gets so obsessed with the baseball game, he ends up proposing to Kevin Euclid. <laughs> And so Kelly, first baseman for the Red Sox, yeah, first baseman for the Red Sox, who Carson uh, sometimes carries a card of uh, in his pants. Yeah. <coughs> Is Kevin Euclid here? Does he say yes? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That, that's kind of incidental to the plot. What's oh, incidental to me? <laughs> after, after this incident, Kelly announces that she's going to move to France for a year. So she's leaving, and Carson kind of has a year to get his act together and uh, make some kind of difference in the world. So, if, if, if Carson still wants to be married to Callie, he's going to have to step it up in, in the year between when she leaves and uh, when, when she comes back. Uh, so, Carson starts drinking at that point uh, and kind of, you know, quickly, quickly falls by the wayside and uh, gets fired from his job at the video store. Yeah. Uh, what about the union? The union doesn't come to my head. The video store employee union, local 282? No. You're, you're kind of left, left out in the dark. So, uh, you're kind of stumbling around town, Jason Schwartzman is playing the character of Carson, and uh, sees an advertisement for a job helping a local blind person, a uh, retired soccer player named Ed. And I was thinking Ed could be played by Ian McKellen, and he's, you know, he used to be a soccer player a very long time ago, and then somehow became blind and moved and this to is, a small this town. This is roughly based on Ed Charlotte, yeah, yeah. Uh, who was uh, very important to this radio station. Yeah, exactly. Loved. Yes. And so uh, this, this character named Ed hosts a weekly radio soccer show. And see, this, this is where it comes in. Carson starts uh, helping Ed out and uh, coming on the show with him because he has to drive him to the show and uh, kind of reluctantly becomes a guest on the show. Uh, also, in the meantime, so Carson has never been a soccer fan, but Ed, because uh, the only soccer games he's able to get on his TV are in Spanish, he asks Carson, this is also based on a true story, he asks Carson to be the play-by-play for these soccer games because Ed can't see them, but he wants to know what's happening. So Carson, through this and through kind of, you know, it's pretty feel-good. He gets to know Ed, and he, Ed kind of takes him under his wing and starts telling, you know, explaining the beautiful game to him. Yeah. Then, tragically, Ed dies, right. and, which is also, which is also true, true. true, unfortunately. unfortunately. Um, and so in his will, the soccer show is left to Carson. And so Carson uh, has been bequeathed the soccer show and uh, basically has to, you know, keep on with it in, in memory of Ed Trauma. Um, then when young aristocratic hobo Eamon Fitch uh, moves to Carson Street, 
and is uh, sleeping in the bushes or something. The two become unwilling uh, but perfect buddies uh, due to uh, some kind of soccer game. I haven't figured out exactly how that would happen either. But uh, this, this young man, Eamon Fitch, become, and I think that uh, it, the character of Eamon Fitch could be played by Tintin. <laughs> but I'm also a cartoon character. This can be animated. So then the, the movie suddenly turns into a, a kind of heterosexual love story between uh, Eamon Fitch and Carson Sestouli. And uh, also kind of... Uh, no, <laughs> heterosexual. Homosocial, you said? Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Yeah, homosocial, too. Uh, and I was thinking, this is, this is where my description starts to fade, but I was thinking there could be some aspect of an evil corporate group that's trying to take over the community radio station, and uh, Carson and Eamon have to kind of uh, get higher ratings to make sure that these corporate, these corp- evil corporate people right. can't take over the radio station. I was also thinking there could be a lovable but scrappy local team uh, that's uh, the captain, which is Frank Schlieger, played by Klaus Kinski. <laughs> and uh, perhaps part of it could be, you know, the pressing the name and going out and actually broadcasting their games, and somehow, you know, it turns into this real feel-good movie. Yeah, I think it's a feel-good movie. Yeah, so, I mean, epic. Yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously, that took eight minutes just to, just to give you the... Yeah, that's about 30 more seconds. So, that's it. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, so. I mean, like, is listening in Hollywood. Just uh, get in touch with Bullet Soccer Show. Yeah, I mean, we have a lot to do here. Soccer Show at gmail.com. Did anyone else have any comments? Heather, you look like you're just bewildered. I'm okay. <laughs> All right, well, that, that is going to have to end the show today. Uh, this is the second last show um, uh, for Heather Crystal. Hey. Hey, for Crystal Asia. Hey. For Emily Toder. Just shout it out, Emily. Hi. Hi. For Eddie Kennedy. Adios. For Nat Auden. Hi. I'm Carson Sestouli. You've listened to the second to last episode of My Reign and Goal of Soccer Show. But it's been quite pleasurable. I want to thank all my guests. And you are listening to WXOJLP Northampton 103.3 FM, Valley Free Radio streaming at valleyfreeradio.org. Thank you for listening.